The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 816, you're listening to WGNS, your good neighbor station since 1947. And today is Friday, the 23rd of September, and now in studio with us for this first half of the program from Stepping Stone Safe Haven, we have Wendy Steyer. Wendy, how are you? I'm good this morning. How are you? I am good. So starting off this, uh, this morning's segment, tell us about Stepping Stones. What is that? Stepping Stones is a shelter here in Murfreesboro for women and women with children that are experiencing homelessness. They come into our shelter and we provide them with case management and we help them, encourage them and stand beside them to get to their next step. And sadly, you see a lot of new faces all the time, don't you? We do. Kind of walk us through the average day there. What, what happens at Stepping Stones, you know, first thing in the morning to late in the evening? I'm not sure we have an average day because it seems every day is different. But some nights our ladies are out at churches. We have some church partners that take the ladies overnight and serve them dinner. They get back to the shelter about 8, 7 in the morning, and our day starts about 8. Uh, between 7 and 8, people are getting ready for work, doing their chores, stuff like that. Um, we do have day clients that come in. Uh, they can come in, take a shower, do laundry, have a meal. How, how did Stepping Stones come about? Because I, I know that there was obviously a need to help out those who are female, who are homeless, especially those who have maybe young kids. But how did the idea of Stepping Stones start? Uh, One of our founders felt that there was a need in the community. She knew there was no place for women and women with children to go. So this was a very important need that needed to be filled as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. That's right. And as Murfreesboro, Rutherford County has grown over the years, have you seen a large increase in the number of specifically homeless women out there? We have. We've, we have a waiting list right now. Wow. Of, the last time I checked, it was around 40 of, of women and women with children looking for a place to go. And what are some of those ladies doing, you know, as they're waiting to hopefully get into Stepping Stones? Sleeping in their cars. So that, that's, I guess, a large portion of them. That's their safe place for mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. They, they'll sleep in their car and find a way to take a shower at a truck stop or a gym and be ready for work that morning if, if they are employed. I know in the homeless community in general, there's a lot of mental illness. There's a lot of, of course, depression. And, you know, I don't know how you couldn't be depressed if you're in the situation of being homeless. But there's also a lot of other problems that go along with homelessness. I mean, and being a female, that's got to almost make you a target out there on the street if you're living on the street for for crime, for sexual assaults. I, I mean, there's just so many things that happen within the life of somebody who is homeless. That's right. Kind of give us the background of, of, 
you know, just some of the people that you've worked with over the years and what they've told you they've experienced? Some of the people we've worked with have been younger women. They may have been in a bad relationship and gotten thrown out and had nowhere to go. We have women that got sick and lost their job. Then they couldn't pay their rent. They're out on the streets. And you're right. There's, you know, they don't feel safe out on the streets. You have to worry about people trying to steal from you, people coming after you. Um, addiction is another thing that we see. You don't have anywhere to go. You're outside. You're depressed. You take drugs. And we try to get those women in and find help for them. And it, again, yeah. with us this morning, Wendy Steyer with Stepping Stone Safe Haven, a group that really focuses on helping single women and often women with children. And being in that situation of helping those who are in need in that way, it's got to be heartbreaking at times. It is at times, especially when you see the children. And, and you see a woman struggling and trying to better her life not be homeless and then we have to deal with the housing costs and the lack of housing it's very frustrating i know you mentioned sometimes a woman is in a relationship and you know maybe they break up they get divorced next thing you know that woman is literally with nothing on the street and a lot of times i'm sure that is the result of a domestic violence relationship where you know, they had to leave in order to save their own life or save the lives of their children. But then you have that whole problem. And with domestic violence is often a revolving door where they get tired of being on the street and they end up going back to that, that partner who, who maybe beat them. I'm sure you see that kind of stuff. We do see that sometimes. Uh, We work with domestic violence. They're a wonderful community partner and, you know, we can send our ladies there for counseling Now, I know there is a special fundraiser that is just around the corner that's going to help out Stepping Stones. Tell us about that. Well, it's our first event since COVID, so we're kind of excited to have a live event. We've got Bingo in the Barn coming up on Tuesday, September 27th at the uh, Saddlewood Farms on Franklin Road. We've got prize baskets that you'll be playing games for. And we just look forward to the community to come out and support us. What types of things do the funds that's going to be raised at this event, what types of things do those funds pay for? They pay for our electric, our water. Sometimes women need birth certificates and driver's license, and they have absolutely no funds to get it. So we help with that. Uh, Transportation to and from doctor's appointments, just living expenses and when you look at those who came from a background of domestic violence or abuse a lot of times they'll leave that relationship that house that apartment with literally the clothes on their back and nothing else which is why they may need that birth certificate or a new copy of their driver's license it seems like you need one to get the other yeah (laughs) so sometimes you get caught in that revolving door And it's not a quick process of getting a birth certificate or social security card or driver's license at all. Right. And if it's out of state, 
there's, you know, an extra charge to get it sent here, that type thing. We also help with doctor visits. Um, a lot of times there's dental issues or, you know, somebody hasn't been to the doctor in forever. Uh, so we try to get them lined up with health care. What, you know, when you look back at, at your years of, of being a part of Stepping Stones and seeing all the lives that have come in and all the lives that have changed, what are some of the more successful stories, you know, the outcome of somebody coming to Stepping Stones and let's say, for example, now they're working a regular nine to five job. They have a house, an apartment, and they're doing well. We have, uh, she's actually one of our peer support people, started as one of our clients. She had a problem with addiction to drugs. She's been clean for over three years now, and she is on our staff as a peer support specialist. Uh, just watching her grow has been wonderful. We, several years ago, one of my favorite stories, we had an elderly woman staying with us. She didn't know where her family was. They, she had lost contact with them for 10 years, and they hadn't, you know, they weren't looking for her. She wasn't looking for them. She was at a point where she couldn't stay with us anymore. Her health was failing. So we just played detective and got on the Internet, looked through her records to search, and we found her daughter. Her daughter thought she was dead, and I was there the night she called her daughter to talk to her for the first time in 10 years, and there were tears. And then a couple couple weeks later, I actually flew with her to Las Vegas so that she could be with her family. And she's, she's now with her family, and they have her in assisted living near them. So wow. that it's just a good feeling. We have so many success stories. We we do make a difference and we see we've we've had a lady she was with us in the shelter for a long time for two years we got her to a point where she was willing to accept mental health counseling help and she just recently moved into her own apartment it's the first apartment she's had in 15 years you know so often mental health issues are one of the biggest problems, the underlying problems to, you know, maybe it's uh, homelessness, maybe it's the loss of one job after another, but mental health issues. They're hard to tackle. They're hard to hard to medicate if somebody is going that route because it takes a while for that medication to start working. Is mental illness the biggest problem you think or do you think addiction or do you think domestic violence is the biggest issue right now for women who are experiencing homelessness i think a lot of it is is mental and that can be depression anxiety it just it's a domino effect you get one of those factors happening and it just affects how you are on the job or how you are around people that's that's a big part of it and and getting these women hooked up with not just being medicated but finding a way to work through their anxiety and their depression is yeah. very important talking out whatever that past problem may have been talking out whatever issues you may have had in the past are are just it seems like that's the key to slowly 
living that successful life. The more you talk about what you've experienced, the, the better the outcome is for you and your family in the long run. That's right. Um, you Maybe someone was arrested years ago and they've got a criminal charge and they're running from it and not, not trying to get it taken care of. So we try to tell them, that's your stumbling block. That's one of your stumbling blocks right now. And you need to take care of that. You need to clear that up so that you can move ahead on your journey. And when somebody is experiencing some type of mental illness, be it depression or bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, I would guess a lot of them, they're turning to alcohol or drugs to self-medicate, maybe not even realizing that that's what they're doing. Right. So I guess that's where the addiction starts mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. How can people get involved if somebody listening says, you know, I, I want to be a part of this. I want to help out. Maybe they experienced homelessness, maybe domestic violence or mental illness or addiction. How can they get involved to help? They can call Stepping Stones and ask for faith. We, we love to get volunteers and we use our volunteers for just supporting the women. Sometimes people just want someone to listen to. Um, so, you know, please give us a call because we'd love to work with you. Uh, we've still got tickets for our fundraiser. They can, you can hook up with them at steppingstonestn.org slash events. Uh, tickets are $35 and extra, and each bingo card is $5. But we would love to have your support financially. You can always pray for us. Uh, we found that prayer is a powerful tool. And um, welcome to come in and volunteer. And again, Wendy Steyer with us with Stepping Stone Safe Haven. And again, that is a group that focuses on single women and women with children who are struggling with homelessness here in our community. Uh, online. How do we find you online? Uh, we are at www.steppingstonestn.org. And again, that special fundraiser, the Bingo in the Barn fundraiser, is what date? That is Tuesday the 27th. Doors open at 5.30, and we hope to start calling Bingo at 6. So that's right around the corner. That's this right coming around Tuesday. Right around the corner. Yes, okay. yes. And again, Wendy Steyer with us this morning. And whenever we post this podcast online, we'll also post the link to Stepping Stones and the phone number to Stepping Stones. And once more, what is that phone number to call to get more details? Or should we just stick with posting the uh, website on there more? Yeah, stick with posting the website right now, and I'll get you the phone number. Sounds good. Again, Wendy Steyer with us with Stepping Stones Safe Haven right here in Rutherford County. And Wendy, thank you for joining us. And thank you for allowing us to be here. Time right now, 831. Stay with us. More news and information coming up. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. 
Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to demasfamilykitchen.com. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adam's Place. It's very friendly. Everyone here seems to want to make friends and be your friend. And the staff is fabulous. Betsy, who is the director of activities, is fabulous. She's always having something going on. We have music at least once a week, wine and cheese, and there's all sorts of different type of activities. I would highly recommend Adam's Place. Broadcasting to every nook and cranny of Rutherford County's 618 square miles. FM 100.5, 101.9, and AM 1450. Skies become mostly sunny this afternoon, high in the upper 70s. Winds out of the northeast to 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, increasing clouds alone near 55. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 51. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 8.33, switching gears a little bit for the second half of the program. We have folks from... The Rutherford County Library System and with us this morning we have Ginger Graves and also Trey Gwynn. So I guess where do we start this morning with the library system and what's new and what's happening? Well good morning I'm Ginger and yes I'm the branch manager at the Smyrna Public Library so I'd love to share some of the events we've got coming up in October. Um, we have a lot of children's programs. Uh, Miss Nicole is our new youth services coordinator, and she is offering Silly Song and Dance, a fun program for young children every Monday and Tuesday morning at 10. Um, and then also on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock, she offers family story time. Um, and on Thursdays, our youth services assistant, Miss Amy, offers pajama story time and that's at 6 p.m. and a lot of families are enjoying that as well so kids can wear their pajamas they read a story they sing some lullabies even so a good way to get kids to wind down for the evening and ginger this is all at the smyrna branch of the library system that's right okay and again this is all october so a lot happening in october and uh, the pjs thing the pajamas i bet the kids enjoy that they sure do, and some of the kids even bring their favorite stuffed animal for the pajama story time. Do, do parents show up in pajamas sometimes as well? <laughs> I haven't seen that happen yet, but that's okay as long as they're um, appropriate for, for public yeah, appearance. We'll, 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 we'll put that challenge out to all the parents. They, they should come in their pajamas. Sure, yeah. They don't have to, but it'd be fun. It'd be, it'd be a lot more fun. Just make sure they're appropriate pajamas and then show up at the Smyrna Library. And again, what is the date of uh, all these different different things that you mentioned. I know you, you ran through the list, but what are the dates for these? Sure, yeah. On Mondays and Tuesday mornings, um, starting on October 3rd, we've got Silly Song and Dance at 10 o'clock. And then every Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock, we have Family Story Time. 
And every Thursday at 6 o'clock, we have pajama story time. You know, I was looking at some of the statistics recently released by the state talking about the uh, unemployment rate in Smyrna. And Smyrna has consistently had the lowest unemployment out of all of Rutherford County over the past few months. And they've also had exponential growth, just as Murphy's Bro and Laverne have seen, but a lot of growth in the Smyrna area. That being said, are you seeing a lot of new faces in the library? Yes, we are. We are so excited to have a lot of new faces, a lot of people who we had previously as well still return to the library. Um, some of these morning programs, we're having up to 100 people attend, which is about half and half kids and adults. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really staying active with a lot of foot traffic in the library right now. We're happy to do that. I, 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 w- I just happened to be at the Smyrna Library uh, for some reason. I was running an errand up there during one of these events, and it's, it's bonkers just how many people are there. <laughs> and it's so exciting to see so many people coming to the library. Isn't it wild how much Rutherford County has grown as a whole? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and uh, we're doing our best to keep up with that. You caught me right in the middle of drinking coffee. <laughs> Sorry. I, I bet. Yeah. I, I mean, in Smyrna, you know, when you look back to when Nissan first came to the area in, I think, 1983 or 84, the population went from like 16,000 to 38,000 in a matter of years. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how fast Smyrna has grown over those years and then the Smyrna Library Branch which is under the Rutherford County Library Branch um, or libraries it has grown as well I mean even the number of books that you have there but then also all that you offer at the Smyrna Library what are the different things outside of of course books do you offer in Smyrna? Well, like, like I had mentioned, all of these story time programs are for younger children, but we also offer um, some teen programs. Uh, specifically in October on the 29th, we will have a teen Halloween at the library. It's um, more of a cosplay fandom event. Uh, so that's October 29th. Uh, from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock will be specifically for the teens. Uh, so we want to invite all of the teenage students to come in on that day. Um, And then we also offer a family bingo. That's been a really popular event, and anyone can attend to participate in that. It's free. Um, It's just a bingo game, and then the winners win little small prizes, sometimes food, sometimes little uh, toys, novelty toys, that type of thing. And we're also offering family yoga um, twice this in October on Friday the 14th at 10 o'clock and also Friday the 28th at 10 o'clock. Family yoga is for anyone who um, wants to stretch and get engaged with yoga, um, simple yoga movements. Um, We're only asking that if a a child does attend family yoga that they can um, stay on their own mat. You know, a child disciplined (laughs) enough to stay on their own mat can attend family yoga. So uh, lots of things for a variety of people. And the cool thing about the Smyrna Library when you're there, it, it feels like you're in a neighborhood. You know, when you look at Lineball Library, downtown Murfreesboro, you feel like you're in downtown Murfreesboro. But the setting around the Smyrna Library, you've got trees. I mean, it just it feels different. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for, for mentioning that. We are happy to be part of the uh, or located in the Old Rock School um, Park Um 
you know, it's a wonderful park area and we have a greenway trail that encircles the library. And right now we still have our storybook walk up outside as well. So people can follow the greenway trail and read a storybook outside the library also. Cool. And, and Trey, switching over you to you sure. a little bit here, what all is happening and and I guess first tell the listeners a little bit about what you do with within the library. So I am the technology and outreach coordinator. So I'm in charge of uh, computer classes and finding people to teach computer classes and teaching them myself if I can, if I can, uh, though my two degrees in history don't really help me <laughs> with those computer classes. Uh, I, I'm more of a program creator, not program or like computer programmer. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we offer a variety of hobbyist level and, uh, beginner level classes. So, uh, so, so, you know, speaking of Smyrna, we, we're offering, um, uh, uh, basic computers, uh, uh, on one day and, um, uh, podcasting class, which is, is popular. Um, uh, it's probably my favorite class to teach because, uh, I have been a hobbyist podcast in the past podcaster in the past um uh and uh so it's it's a lot of fun to to meet the people and uh and talk with them about like what project they have in mind because because when people come to those classes they have a kind of a specific idea of what they want to do and it's fun to help them develop that idea into a, a project very cool and, and man technology has changed so greatly over the last few years I'm sure you have a lot of people come to the library just asking, you know, how do I go about doing X, Y, Z, you know, you name it on the computer, but they need help with that. Sure. And uh, well, and we just started a new series of, of classes that are, are, uh, iPhone 101 and Android 101, uh, uh, because, you know, um, they're phasing out dumb phones right like it's really hard to get a flip phone these days uh so a lot of people are saddled with these smartphones that they don't know how to use at all or they know how to use them to do the like two or three things that they'd like to do but uh they can do so much more with them and so that's what those classes are all about and it's just it's just simple stuff like how do you change the background how do you you know how do you uh add a widget how do you move apps around and and it's been hugely successful and we're actually doing those at our, at some of our branches, but then we're also doing them at assisted living homes too. Um, uh, which I'm really excited about because we, we have good assisted living home and retirement home partners around the County. And, and so we're, we're doing, uh, we're going in and just, you know, showing people how to use their, their iPhones or their, their iPads. Yeah. You know, parents out there listening, they can no longer use that threat. If you, keep this up i'm gonna switch out your phone to a flip phone no. that would that would be more work than it's worth That's at this right. point they're too hard to find yeah now. yeah and on top of everything you mentioned you've also got 3d printers at some library locations like sure. the tech center here in murfreesboro mm-hmm. and then smyrna has no smyrna does not have no. okay <laughs> sorry i i thought i thought they did but uh but yeah no um uh the the tech has two that are available to the public you have to do a um, an orientation, uh, but it's just a brief like this is how our printers work, 
um, and uh, and people can use them. Um, uh, there's also a a Glowforge, which is like a laser cutter uh, that that uh, that the uh, that our patrons can use. Um, we have recently started charging people for the the filament that the 3D printers uh, use, but it's a reasonable price, and it's mostly just to cover our costs because uh, that filament is not cheap. Definitely not anything dealing with printers these days in general not cheap at all i I mean even ink now cost Mm. a fortune Uh, but yeah so many cool things as far as technology goes within the rutherford county library system and if anybody would like to learn more maybe sign up for some of the classes you were talking about or you know how to properly use a smartphone or if maybe they live in an assisted living home and they would like for you to come out and teach maybe a class on that how do they get a hold of you uh, well, uh, the easiest way is, uh, you know, I'm one of those millennials that doesn't like, um, uh, answering my phone. <laughs> uh, it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, but, uh, the easiest way is just to email me, uh, T Gwynn, T G W I N N at R C L S T N dot O R G. It's a letter salad, but, but that'll get them to me. <laughs> and, uh, speaking of technology, we have a podcast that we're about to air from the Rutherford County library system to learn even more of different things happening locally within the library. And uh, Ginger, as we close this morning, for maybe somebody new to the area, where is the Smyrna Library located? And I know you mentioned it earlier, but Mm -hmm. what's the easiest way to find it? Yes, we are located at 400 Enon Springs Road West in Smyrna, Tennessee. We're right across the street from the the Smyrna Fire Department, um, and we would love to see you there. Uh, I do want to quickly mention one major event we're having at the end of October. It's a local author fair. Um, Our Friends of Smyrna Library is sponsoring this event. It's the first time we've had this type of event. We will have 18 local authors uh, there that will be presenting their books for sale, and there will also be a brief local author panel to ask them questions. Um, So that's Again, Saturday, October 29th at 10 o'clock in the morning and, at the Smyrna Public Library. And there's some names on the list that, that your listeners would probably be familiar with. Like uh, like I'm looking over at the flyer, I see Bill Jakes on there. So uh, so people should come out and, and meet these authors. Sounds great. And as always, more, de- more details available online at rclstn.org, which stands for, of course, Rutherford County library system and then tennessee.org mm-hmm. so easy enough well thank you both for joining us this morning you're thank welcome you. thank you again trey gwynn and ginger graves and in just a second we'll hear even more from the local library system through one of their podcasts they put together and so we'll hear that next time right now again 8:46. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.